Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, your host, Anna Long-Stokes. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about energy matching and in particular how, how this can impact very, very tangibly impact your business. So matching is a term that we use in the psychic world, at least uh, the world I come from, to describe, uh, you know, what we do when we go to do a psychic reading on somebody. So if you've had a reading with me, you'll know that I get your name and that I get a reading color and I match to that color. And this helps me tap into your energetic frequency. Um, It helps me to see your pictures, kind of see your perspective, see how you view the world. Um, Yeah, essentially, it helps me tap into you. And then when that reading is over, I unmatch. That's the first thing I do. Um, I unmatch so that I can help to move my energy out of your space and your energy out of my space. And so um, matching is something that's really important for the work I do so that I can form a good connection with my clients. The, the thing is, however, is that whether you're, whether you're a trained psychic or not, you are likely matching the people you interact with, you interact with in the world. Whether this is your family, your friends, your clients, um, you know, the, the grocery checkout person. <laughs> um, this is that this is that thing where you can maybe be in a bad mood and then you go out to eat, your waitress is really nice. And then after a little while, you find like, oh, you're in a lot better mood. Um, you may have kind of inadvertently matched this person's vibration, which might be at a higher vibration. Uh than what you're currently sitting at. So matching is a really cool thing, but it can also be a little bit um, dangerous if you're not aware that you're doing it and you're not sure how to unmatch. So the way this can be dangerous for your business is that um, you, you you can be somebody who feels that you have really strong business boundaries or energy boundaries, and then you find yourself in these situations where um, maybe, maybe you have these thoughts going through your head um, that don't really feel like you, like maybe let's just take the topic of this today's episode is like, are you matching your broke clients? So what does this look like? Um, what this looks like for people who are more empathic is that they might find themselves starting to have thoughts about their services being too expensive. Um, nobody's going to buy this. Oh, geez. Is there any value to this? And while you might be saying, well, Anna, Every entrepreneur has these fears and has these thoughts. Yes and and no. When it, when it's a sign that you're matching um, one of your broke clients is that you know maybe you've been charging these rates for three months, six months, and then all of a sudden you get a discovery call, a free discovery call with a client. You don't know anything about them. They're just reaching out to see if uh, if they should work with you. If you guys are compatible, you get on the call with them. And whether they tell you or not, you find yourself wanting to maybe lower the price, offer them a deal. Um, you you just might start questioning things in a way you haven't questioned things before. So 
in this circumstance, it could definitely be that like this person is struggling with money or they have their own, what we would call pictures, money pictures, like, uh, you know, perspectives around money that are not super abundant or super helpful. And it could be that you are inadvertently matching this. And when you inadvertently match it, you start taking on those beliefs almost as if they were your own. And it's going to feel kind of weird because you're going to be like, huh, this is weird. Like, Last week, I was fine with this. Or the week before, I've been charging this for six months. Like, I was fine with this. So in this case, it may be that you have inadvertently matched one of your broke clients. And this is obviously a problem because there's always going to be somebody who has extreme money issues, whether those money issues are real or not. And what I mean by that is I know people who have huge savings accounts who complain about money. And then I know people who um, are pretty broke, but they live extremely abundantly and they don't complain about money. So people and their relationship to money just, there's, there's a huge spectrum here. There's a huge spectrum. And so there's always going to be somebody who has a problem with what you charge. Even if it's like a $1 ebook, you're going to find somebody who says this was too expensive. I don't, I don't know about you guys, maybe because I'm an author, like I always like to read Amazon book reviews and you know, books are like the cheapest thing. Books are like maybe a really expensive book is $20. For the most part, you know, especially for uh, an ebook or a Kindle book, you're going to be paying $10. And for me, it's like, wow, that's that's nothing compared to what I get out of reading this book. But it's interesting because if you read through book reviews, a lot of times there will be these reviews like when you do look at the one stars, it'll be like, wasn't worth the money I paid. And it's like, you can hardly get a, a, a latte for $10 these days. And someone wrote an entire book and you're telling me that wasn't worth it to you. So there's always going to be some person who's really weird about money. And I don't know how else to say that. They're just weird about money. And they might end up in your sphere. They might end up booking a free discovery call. They might end up on your email list because you had a free offer. And that's all they're willing to afford is free. So if you're going to have a business and you're going to have a sustainable business, you've got to have paying clients. You've got to have a revenue stream. And ideally, you are matching the clients who have the highest vibration around money, not the lowest vibration around money. So how do you do that? How do you match your clients with the highest vibration as opposed to those with the lowest vibration? The number one way to do this is to find true energy alignment between what you offer and what your prices are. So I'll say that again, to find true energy alignment between what you offer and what your prices are. So if you're just starting a business and you are still testing an idea, um, I'm, I'm really speaking in terms of service-based businesses, product-based businesses have, um, idea testing built into the product that they're making. But if you're someone who is a psychic, a healer, even a therapist, um, a massage therapist, an esthetician, someone who's offering services to people, then it may be that you do offer some services for free when you're just starting out. And maybe you do end up attracting some of those people who have what it would call a low energy vibration around money. 
And, um, but maybe that's what you do to get testimonials in the beginning. And for, for those of you who've built your business this way, myself included, people will come out of the woodwork a lot of times when you're offering things for cheap or free. And these are the times you get testimonials. Maybe you um, start figuring out what the energy and time output it is of the service so you can start getting a better idea of what you need to be charging. An example of this is I started offering my channeled readings and I started it at an extremely low price point of $44. After doing one of these, I was like, oh shoot. Okay. I got to I got to like, I very quickly had to go in and change that price point because I booked a lot of people who were attracted to the $44 price point. Meanwhile, on the back end, I'm spending an hour or two in this channeled session with their guides, and then I'm typing it up. The whole process takes minimum an hour. So I'm okay with that. I have no complaints about the people who booked them for $44. I'm not griping about them. What I am saying is I went through a process of charging very little to to figure out to, to get the experience to figure out what felt aligned for my pricing. So sometimes in the process of figuring out what price you're aligned to charging, you're going to have to do something uncomfortable, like where you're, char- where you're, you're charging, you know, very little or nothing to get that experience, to get the reviews, etc. But after you're out of that phase, you need to be working with a price point that you are aligned to. Because if you're not aligned, you're not going to be booking clients. Um, One of two things will be happening. Either the price will be really low. And so you're going to shut off your energy and it's going to be unattractive to people. So even though it's cheap, people won't be booking because you know what? You don't want to do it. Um, This goes especially for my more empathic and psychic clients. Like if their energy's turned off of it, they're not going to be selling it, even if it's cheap. Um, and the next one is if you're charging too much, if you're, if you're one of these people who, uh, is maybe just paying attention to competition, maybe competition who's been in the arena more than you and you're going, well, she charges that, or he charges that I should certainly charge that. Um, and so you kind of, you know, put your rates up really high and, but you're not really, you don't really believe you're providing that value or that what you offer is worth that. Um, you're not going to book people. If if you don't value it at that, they're not going to value it at that either. And so at the end of the day, you can charge whatever you want. You know, there are people who are out there charging, you know, $500,000 an hour for their time. There are people out there who are charging $5 an hour for their time. And depending on that person and what their belief is about themselves, their service, their pricing, they're going to find someone who will pay them that whether it's $5 or 500,000, I promise you, if they are aligned with their pricing, then they will find a client who's also aligned with paying that price. So that is like the primary thing here is if you are just bringing in broke clients, you need to unmatch those clients. You need to take a break from working with those people. How, what is the easiest way to take a break from working with your broke clients? ding, 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 raise your prices. If you have people who are only working with you because you're cheap, 
those probably aren't, those probably are not your ideal clients. I'm guessing because when you work with people for less than you deserve, you are going to be burning yourself out. Um, your schedule is going to fill up with, and you're not going to be hitting your income goals. Like it just takes a little bit of like backwards planning with like setting a goal, figuring out how many hours a week you have to offer that. And then what you have to charge per hour to, to, to reach that. So if you want to be making 5,000 a month, or let's say 10,000 a month, and you're charging $10 for an hour of your time, there's not even enough hours in the month for you to hit your goal. So yes, some of this is, you know, how do I figure out my pricing alignment? Well, you have to figure out what you want to make. That's going to help you figure out, you know, what you charge, how many hours you can work. So there is like, you know, a process in place for this where it involves strategy and you want to turn to that. But ultimately, the feeling of alignment with your pricing is something that comes from inside. So you may use these outside factors um, to determine what you should be charging. But if you don't believe in it inside, internally, then your clients are not going to believe in it either. I had an interesting call with one of my friction to flow consulting clients today who um, who told me her energy was feeling off for a couple of weeks and she she's really successful. Her business is doing well. And she was like, yeah, I just kind of was feeling bad for a bit. Like, um, and I was, she was just having some kind of thoughts about money problems, all this stuff that didn't exist, but she was in the energy. And that's what it's like to be energetically aware. You can be like, I know this doesn't make sense, but this is how I'm feeling. That means you're in an energy. It, it's likely not your energy, but you're in an energy. So um, we had a clairvoyant class. She's also my clairvoyant training. And we had a clairvoyant class and we learned all about unmatching, how to unmatch from other people, how to unmatch from clients. And she was telling me that she realized during that exercise who she, what client she'd been matching to. And it was one of those kind of lowest, lowest, uh, lowest happiness, low vibration clients that she'd been matching to. And once she discovered this woman's energy in her space and she moved it out, she felt immensely better. Not only did she feel better, she went on to get a lot more creative ideas, a lot more energy around creation. She immediately felt the shift in her space. So... <laughs> It's real. I promise it's real. There's this thing called matching. You can do it inadvertently. And then you have to find out where you've done it. And you got to move these people energetically out of your space. If you're like, Anna, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how to move people out of my space. Check out my Empathic Energy Foundations class. Um, We work through all the basics. Things like how to move people out of your space. How to see people sitting in your space and move them out. You don't have to take my year-long clairvoyant training to learn the basics of, um, unmatching and getting people out of your space so that you can really have your truth around, around what you, what you came here to have, what you came here to charge. And I'll just, on a final note, I will say, I don't like, um, coaching people around charging because ultimately it doesn't matter what I say. If I tell you to charge 200 an hour, I tell you to charge 2000, it doesn't matter. I could believe in you, but if you don't believe in you, it's not going to be in alignment. And if it's not in alignment, you're not going to be attracting the right clients or any clients at all. 
Okay. So that's what I have for you today. I hope you found it helpful. And in the meantime, keep creating. See you next time.